Welcome to the Fat AZ Muskie Podcast. I'm Andy, joined by uh, my little heater over here. I got Ranger to my left. Vance is on the phone in his truck. Yes. We, we got Todd, who has changed locations. He uh-huh. was in his garage, which, as described, as Todd described it to me, I could only envision the scene from Predator 2 when they were in that giant meat locker. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all oh, we're going to yeah. say about that. So, yeah. we got Todd Young. I'm here. He's right there. All right, perfect. Okay, so the gang's all here. Maybe Predator 2, I, I feel like a lot of people have not seen that movie. That's kind of like a cult classic. Uh, I'd say Rocky, maybe, is better. Mm-hmm. I like Predator 2 because he was, like, beating the crap out of them and ripping those cows apart. Well. I know. I, I understand the cult following, but mm-hmm. I'm yeah, the, I'm a uh, nerd like uh, that, though. But I've never seen Rocky. One's an Oscar winning, and one is terrible, so. It's not terrible <laughs> if you like sci-fi. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I forgot you're a hardcore sci-fi guy. That's right. Actually, I don't nice. watch many movies. <laughs> But I, I think Predator's cool. So if, if that's a crime, I'm guilty. Okay. So that was my joke about Todd. Anyways, <laughs> let's let's get let's get moving, Rocky. <laughs> um, all right. This show brought to you by Fatty Z Muskie Products. FattyZMuskie.com. I am currently updating the store. Yes, you've all heard that. But nice. I actually started doing stuff today. And it's slow going. I'm learning it all over again. But it should be better than ever when I get it complete. So with that, there's going to be some other changes. But it's not that big of a deal because we're also on Facebook. We're on Instagram. And you can check us out there. And uh, we're going to be talking a lot about us. So I'm going to cut mine, mine short. We're also brought to you by Muddy Creek Fishing Guides. Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, mcfishingguides.com. Give us a call. We are booking trips now for the 2018 season, ready to go. We'll be starting up on Chautauqua Lake Memorial Day weekend, running through November. Vance and I are both going to be out there. So if you know when you're coming, give us a call as soon as you know. You know, if you're coming up for a vacation week or a long weekend, you want to get out with us one day. We'll show you around the lake. Uh, do that now, sooner the better, because they're, they're they're filling up daily. You know, book four or five trips again today. So uh, we will get you in if we can. Perfect. And is there a show coming up, Todd? There will be a show coming up here. It is the Musky Max Plus coming up in March. Down in, uh, down by the airport there in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Great show. These guys go out of their way to, I mean, he advertises all year long. Uh, lots of people get through the door. From what I hear, there's only a couple booths left. So if you're looking to get your product out there, uh, you got something you want to do with the musky fishing industry, it's a great show to get out there. Those people come down there and they seem to want to, uh, spend some money 
you know, we don't have a lot of that going on around here, and I think they come from quite a while, you know, quite a ways away to get to that Pittsburgh show. You know, uh, we were just out in Chicago. We're going to be talking about that a good bit tonight, but, uh, you know, they have one in Chicago, then next weekend they have one in southern Wisconsin, northern Wisconsin. You know, they got them all over the place. There's not that many places around here uh, in the east, I guess, that you can go see all these people. So uh, it's a great, great place to go. Very, very kid-friendly. Always have a lot of stuff for the kids. Lots of giveaways, giveaway door prizes throughout the whole show. And uh, check it out. And if you don't want to bend, make sure you come down uh, into musky fishing and you're in the area. It's a great show to go to. I agree. And it has changed locations. So if you've been yeah. to it in the past, there is a new location, which I'm going to probably have Vance with me, and he's going to help get me there. If not, my phone will tell me how to get there, which if you were to, like, time travel to, like, 1995, and you're like, yeah, my phone will tell me how to get somewhere, you know what kind of looks you would get? Oh, yeah. I was going to say... I. Dead air. That's what kind of looks I'd get. Yeah. <laughs> Vance, are you here? I'm, a, okay. I'm here, yeah. I don't know. I, it it kind of cut out there for me, but I was actually driving by the place the old Muskie Max was at. I don't know. Okay. Down there in Cranberry. Perfect. I like that location because it was easy for me to get to. <clears throat> yeah. This one will be just as easy. Yeah. Okay. You heard it from Vance. Just as easy. Just as easy. Okay. Hey, we got to Chicago safe. That's right, we did. We're going to talk about that a lot, as Todd had already said. So, we got St. Croix rods. Best rods on earth. We got to check out the new uh, trolling rods that Greg Thomas had talked about. What would you guys think of them? Yeah, they're nice. They're nice. I, uh... If me personally, I'm probably going to stick with the setup that I have, uh, but definitely a nice, nice setup. Uh, I like that two come, piece where it breaks. I like the two piece too uh, for the fact of, of storage, but you know, it's just one more thing for me to monkey around with at the end of the day. You know, it would be in, running all those rods and stuff on the boat. You know, I don't know if I'm even going to feel like breaking them down at the end of the day. I could. I don't know how Todd feels about that, but uh, I could see myself getting lazy there and just being like, "Yeah, yeah, just gonna lay, lay lay down on the deck." Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're nice. There's no doubt. I mean, I remember Greg talking about it and saying that the, you know the ten was a little bit. You know, I think it was the ten. There's an eight, nine, and a ten. Yeah. You know, depending on what you're doing with it. Depending on you know what you're trolling, we're gonna do a podcast on that, like your trolling setup. And, you know, the trolling setup, the boat setup, what are you trying to do with that rod? Uh, we always talk about the rods that have a soft tip. Uh, I could see the 9 being a pretty nice rod for for my situation with the way I do it. Uh, we may, may have some in the spread next year. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. So... Check them out. 
St. Croix. I'm sure they got Facebook. I'm sure they got Instagram. I'm sure they got a website. I bet you you can find them if you found this podcast. I have faith in you. (laughs) So, okay. We are starting a new icebreaker. It is called If You Had to Choose. And most people, after hearing that, would probably understand the whole premise of what we're going to do for the icebreaker because we used to do the power rankings. So for this year to change it up, we have if you had to choose. And we're going to start off with an easy one. And we, we're just going to get in and we're going to see where it goes. And then once we feel that topic's been talked about, we're going to then get into the meat of the subject that we're, you know, the show is going to be about. So this week's if you had to choose. We all said we are going to do, if you had to choose, would you rather cast or troll? And to start off, do you guys want to start off? Because mine's pretty easy. I'm going to start it off real quick, though. I want to uh, mention Vix Marine and uh, Ranger Boats. Vix Marine helped help me out get set up on my my boat the last two years uh they fixed all my problems uh with that was going on with my boat uh more specifically electronically but their their customer service is great they have a plethora of boats to pick from um rangers starcraft star welds check them out there in kent ohio um ranger boats me and todd are going to be in those rigs next year um, super pumped about it and just want to say thank you to them for making this all happen. Now, okay, now that I botched the, the whole sponsor sh- spot, in your guys' new boats, would you rather mm. if you had to choose cast mm. or troll? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I'm uh, cast or troll. Uh, okay, let's break this down. What would you choose if it was just you casting no doubt um, i love casting started off you know catching a big one casting I, ju- I, I just i enjoy the you know the initial thump that hit the follow seeing everything happen uh, i definitely prefer casting todd yeah, I'm the same way. I cast because I want to. I troll because I have to. I think that's the way I look at it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, where I primarily fish, trolling is very, very hands-on because I am weaving in and out of fallen trees. So I tend to agree I'd rather be casting. But I can't say that I'm 100% with that I, I know todd just touched on it briefly you know because mm-hmm. he needs to but um w- would would there be a size you know let's just uh, if, uh, if you knew you could catch bigger fish trolling but you could still catch fish casting like if you had this genie that told you something that's like okay <coughs> does the does the size of fish matter 
because I'm going somewhere with this. Mm-hmm. And, and, and there's many reasons that I say that, you know. If it was up to me, I know when I get the time to go, Vance and I get to go out, we want to go casting. We troll because we have to. One, because we have to get people on fish, and we don't always have clients that we can take out trolling. Uh, you know, two, because maybe it's not clients, maybe it's people in your family, maybe I'm taking my daughter out. I'm not ready to get her to start casting yet. Uh, so trolling fits right into that. And three, as you said, I get into trolling. I was always, I casted all the time. I get into trolling because I was tired of seeing all these giant fish that I was not catching. You get into trolling and then that opens up a whole other thing to try to catch those big fish. A whole other way to get it done. So I don't, I don't dislike trolling. I mean, I love trolling too. I love hearing that rod go off. But, uh, me too. Absolutely. I, I, I mean, I love trolling. I love having the option to troll when I'm on a, a difficult charter and say that, you know, I'm looking at somebody and they're a bit tired and I know that they can't put in a full day of casting. Um, I love the, the ability to, you know, set a spread out and kind of put the, uh, all the pressure on myself to, to get the rods to go off. Uh, there's a bit of a challenge and science in, in involved with it that uh, kind of I enjoy the challenge of. I, lo- I love running that spread, keeping it clean. Uh, as annoying as it is in the in the moment of cleaning the rods and having to check them every second at points on the lake that we fish, uh, I do enjoy that that challenge, and I, I do enjoy uh, hearing the rod go off and getting people to like the fishing fishing the boats a fishing the boat when you're guiding you know it's an excellent tool uh to have you know ability to troll now some people will say i've heard people say if the reason they don't like the troll is because they can't feel the strike is that would you consider you guys that No, no, I don't feel that way either. Okay, I felt lots of strikes. <laughs> I feel I, I feel like that's the uh, and, uh, naive or, or or somebody who's just a convenient know, excuse not to do it. Can, yeah, yeah, it's, con- it's yeah. a convenient excuse not to because there's a lot of work that goes into. We talk about it all the time. I mean, yes. and if anybody has come out and fished with us, you know it's not having a sandwich and sitting out. You do that, you're not going to catch anything. I mean, you might mm-hmm. run into something. Yeah. But by luck, everybody has done that uh, once or twice. You know, I've ran into them when I was really green in the, in the sport trying to do it and caught him trolling. And I, had no, I was like, uh, now how do I repeat that? Because I literally was just sitting here and having a sandwich. But once you get into yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's difficult. I, it's a convenient excuse for people to say it. Absolutely not. You don't feel that fish. It's a lot different throughout the community, too, because, you know, you have areas where you're only allowed to troll one rod per man, and you have other areas where, where it's, you know, three rods a man, two rods a man. You have areas like down in Kentucky where it's unlimited rods per person. You can run whatever you want. So how far do you want to take it? Uh, as Vance was just alluding to there, 
uh, with us. If I have some guys out there and they're doing a good job casting and I'm just playing with my remote on my trolling motor, that's a nice Your day fupa? for me. My fupa. If I'm playing with a fupa, I was going to say it. I didn't, but yeah. If I'm playing with a fupa, that's a really nice, really nice, easy day for me. Uh, it would when I be. decide to make the chance, you know, when I decide to take the chance and say, okay, let's let's do this, let's put some rods out, it becomes a very busy day real quick for me. Mm-hmm. Man, man, six rods, uh, making sure everything's clean. Uh, everyone's watching me. Everyone's waiting for me to get, the, you know, they're waiting for the boat to get the strike. <laughs> it's all on me. So there's a lot more pressure. Uh, there's, there's lots of stuff that goes into trolling. And like I said earlier, I, I, it's not that I, I don't dislike it, but I think anybody would say that they'd rather catch it casting. A lot of people, I know guys that have caught hundreds of fish trolling have never even seen one hit a bait, you know? Yeah. And on that part of it, they're missing out. Well, there you have it. It's all its all a stressful thing, you know? I mean, you're, you're after these fish, you're casting for them, you're trolling for them. I mean, it doesn't... I don't know about you guys, but when I, when I hook a fish or if one hits trolling, I always think, like, it's going to get off. It hits my <laughs> mind. It's going to get off. Yeah. And, unless I see it swim by the boat and it's just buried, and I'm like, yeah, we're good. I still get the, like, the, the jitters with it. I'm just like, uh, you know. Yeah, when a rod goes off with me, I'm just like, snag. <laughs> Every single time. So I can't. So with with all that, uh, having said all that, you know, I'm like, just get it in the net, just get it in the net, just get it in the net, and I'm I'm forgetting how cool it feels to have them come up and take the bait. You know, when you're when you're sitting yeah. there casting through your jerk, you know, it's yeah, it's really cool. But you know, I'm I'm so caught up with the fish staying in or, or on, and then trying to get it in the bag. I kind of just like. Well, whatever you know, I'm just glad it's. Uh, I'm glad I'm taking these hooks out of the fish's face right now. Yeah, it goes back to the same thing you deal with a lot with the hunting community, like, oh, you got that with a bow. Oh, you got that with a crossbow. Oh boy. Oh my gosh, you got that with a high pie rifle. That's not even hunting. You know, uh, I got the this one with is, my truck. Yeah, but my feeling with that has always been, you know what, a dead deer is a dead deer. Mm-hmm. And a caught fish is a caught fish. If you're doing it with legal methods, I don't care if you're catching a sucker, trolling. It's a nice, I mean, if it's any fish, when you get them, you get them. So it's an open game. Yeah. Who cares how you put them in the boat? Mm-hmm. Perfect. Anything else you want to add? I'm good. All right. Todd, you good? I'm good. Last chance. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I originally said that to one listener, we were going to do boat setup on the next one. We had to change that because this Chicago show was fresh on our minds and we did not get to record when we wanted to last week. So, 
we're going to do Chicago, then we're going to do boat setup. I just wanted to publicly apologize. So now that that's over, Chicago show was this past weekend, just a few days ago. And we're going to give you the Chicago show, the untold story, the recap of the AZ crew. So <laughs> what, what people don't typically see at the shows when they go. <sighs> so I'll start off. I had to make sure that I had, we took my truck. So there's some responsibility right there. Uh, I wanted to make sure everything was good. You know, I checked the tire pressure, checked the oil. It's about 475 miles one way. And, you know, we're watching the weather. You know, we left with plenty of time. Uh, I had to get a whole bunch of rod holders ready. I got all the baits packed up real nice and loaded up the truck. And you do need to watch how much you put in the truck because you do have to have room to move and see out the windows. Yes. At least I enjoy looking out the windows. I hate using just the side mirrors when driving if you pack stuff up way too high. So the weather looked fairly decent. Um, I did. Th this this came into play a little bit later, foreshadowing right here. I said the battery in my truck is over four years old. It's cranking a little slower. I... Um, Decided to play it safe because it was going to be extremely cold. And I'm not going to park the truck inside because it's a parking lot at the hotel. So I said, let's be proactive here. And I'm going to put a new battery in the truck. And while I was at it, I picked up another smaller battery to run Project X. Because people like to see it run. So I picked those up. I put the battery in. And I was on the phone with Vance. Like at 10 o'clock the night before we were leaving. And I'm like, well, let's just make sure the battery works. So I put the key in the ignition. I start the truck and vroom. Oh, perfect. Good. I'm like, well, how come I can't hear the radio? So I hit power. And it says, you know, whatever, password needed. I didn't know the password to my radio. This is the it's first not time. a common thing. No, this is the first time I've had power disconnected to the radio so Vance do you remember the frustration that overcame me yes I do okay because it happens often okay, it happens okay great so <laughs> I'm borderline a maniac so the big deal is is like I could live without the radio I don't care but I, I like to plug the phones in and run it, run, you know, the, the directions on how to get there through the speakers. That's very convenient to hear it clearly. And I'm like, that's all I need is to be sitting here looking at password, enter password or whatever it was. So I hop online, look for forums, couldn't find anything there, open up my manual, and then it's like, oh, go to this website or your dealer. And I'm like, oh, are you serious? If I put a new battery in, I got to go to my dealer for this code. So as I'm ripping and tearing and... Voiding the warranty. Yes. A screwdriver through the screen display does not is not covered <laughs> under warranty. Mm -hmm. I thought it was a combination password. like. But anyways, um, ended up 
after doing all this search and getting very frustrated, I open up like this cloth book that holds, I'd say it a cover that holds all these manuals, and it's right there like on a business card. Like, yeah, we made this extremely difficult for someone that's going to rob your radio, uh, an OEM radio, and we're just going to conveniently put the code, I don't know, 14 inches to the right of it in the glove box. So that's very that's that's the silver lining right there. It is. You, it worked. It was all right there. It never, never, ever really happens that way. No, it on doesn't. On the water, with boat motors, with truck motors, never was right in front of your face. That simple. So here, I you know, I'm just sitting here thinking, I'm like, man, I could have just said screw it and just let the battery go dead. It might not have. It might have been just fine, but. I said, I'm just going to, I'm going to be proactive. I'm going to get this battery tank. So anyways, so I get through the battery debacle. And then I start packing up the truck. Truck's all packed up nice. The next morning, Vance and Todd show up. And Todd said, the roads are horrible. Yeah, it was dumping snow like crazy. You don't want to hear the roads are horrible right before a long trip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh. We get everything all packed up, and what do you guys say? About 9 o'clock, we mm-hmm. hit the road. Yeah, 9 o'clock, we hit the road, and uh, our road that we're taking to the show basically is just like cookie-cutting the, the, some of the Great Lakes, so we, we were expecting bad weather. Yeah, we're getting the, the lake effect that we talked about with Vance, but this snow was like that sandy kind of snow, like... I didn't feel real safe going fast on, so you know I went you know a reasonable pace, and so we hit the road. And by Cleveland, it cleared up pretty decent. Got through Cleveland, no big deal. Cut across the rest of Ohio, Indiana, and right. I, I, am I incorrect with saying like by it was at the Gary area or it was east of Gary on eighty? Little East, yeah. Little East. There were vehicles off the road like I've never seen. It's like the Bermuda Triangle of highways. Yeah, it was was intense, and some were very fresh. You know, people were stealing their cars. Yeah, yeah, there were people still, like, like the snow had just settled from their their accident, and I I couldn't understand why, because the roads were... The roads were not terrible, in my opinion, but for some people over there, it might have been the worst snow they've ever seen. But there were well, you hit the white, you hit whiteouts, and uh, there were there were signs that said, you know, caution, whiteouts ahead, and they they come very quick, uh, you know. And it, I I think we just in in that aspect, we had good timing uh, of not having to hit such a severe whiteout where these people I would speculate just did not see the road or anything yeah i i I like your your way of describing it because the way i was going to describe it was white out turn the wheel hard right or left and see what happens that that was like i'm going (laughs) immediately yeah immediately that's the way you battle these whiteouts is you need to go with the wind i generally try to find a rumble strip and just cut it down and find it and ride it out, keep a tire on it, but I mean, just traveling to the shows just suck when, yeah. you know, you're taking that route. 
It's this time of year. Probably, and it, and it probably was not a good day for these people, but my favorite vehicle off the road was the semi <laughs> that was in the median. And you know those big, humongous, giant tow trucks for semis? There was, It was hooked up to this semi, and it was also off the road stuck, and they had another big, giant tow truck. Yes. Trying to pull the first tow truck that was trying to pull the semi pull the out. Second. Yeah, it, it probably wasn't a good day for those guys, but that was just the, you know, the the train that I, I I smiled at a little bit because of the comedy of errors, not because of their misfortune. Because those big that's heavy what, equipment sucks to get move. That's what you, that's that's what you uh, deal with though when you when you head head up there, you know. To, I mean. That's so why we love Pittsburgh. <laughs> you drive away from all that stuff. Yeah. And I would say that, you know, th- this is another little foreshadowing tidbit. The, the roads were, were mostly wet the whole way. And uh, some of the states that we crossed like to use a lot of road salt. And my gray truck, when we got to the hotel was more of a white color. Oh, yeah. Yes. It was completely white. Yeah. It I was, was a shad. It, it had was, a blue, a, a gray-blue top, and it was completely white belly and everything. And that's that was fitting. We were going to the Muskie show. Yes. Okay, so we make it in reasonable time. No major delays. I don't think there was anything else crazy that happened. Um, on the drive over. So, we get there, and we just start unpacking totes. It was probably one of the easiest unloads that we've had. It seems like some of the spots, it's like, okay, I gotta walk all the way across this parking lot, up a set of steps, through some doorways, down a long hallway, you know, this or that. It was, they had good help. They pushed mm-hmm. a big cart out there, you know. It was bitter. It was bitterly cold. And mm-hmm. we got everything out. We got everything set up. And I thought things were great. Yeah. We were, we were set up, ready to go. And I, we were set up probably, what, 8 o'clock? 8 o'clock that night? Yeah. And part of it was we were in the, we found a back entrance, and we were sh- sort of in the back corner, and... When we found our entrance, we opened the door, and how far did we have to go? Like eight inches, five, five, yeah. five, five feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, oh, this is our booth. Nice. Very, very convenient. Um, yeah. I did. I did feel bad. There, the the people that brought boats in, they were constantly wiping the hulls of the boat. As I said, the salt spray. Oh yeah. These yeah. shiny fiberglass boats. Had a nice film of salt on them. Yes, but they got them pretty clean. A lot of work. They did. So, um, let's see. With that, then we pretty much we got our hotel room, and we prepped for the next day. We uh, oh, this hotel. How many how many restaurants were in this hotel? 
get six. Yeah, I think they said six. Okay. Six restaurants. It was uh, a really wild place. It, it, and there's just some, some crazy things that... It was an enormous building. And it was not all built at once. And as we saw out of our six-level room... We're just looking at the, you know, the complexity of the roof system, and yeah. it. W- I mean, it. W- it I- I'm going off on this because, so like we it was, walked. It, it was odd. I've never seen anything like that. that yeah, was, that was very odd. So okay, we we leave the mega center, go through like this, like fabric tent like breezeway. and then we get. So it's kind of like a completely sheltered thing, but it's really cold for about. I don't know, 10, 20 yards. And then yeah. you, you get back in the building where, like, all the seminars are. And you walk down this hallway. And then you come to, on your right, the little hot tub, uh, the swimming pool. You go through that. You go through, like, this social area where you can order some food. You wind around. And it was, like, zero degrees out. And we're like, what is going on up here? All this steam coming out. They had this swimming pool that was half indoor, half outdoor, and there were tons of people swimming. And there was it was just like there it, it was the amount of steam coming off made me think that they were trying to heat Chicago's air temperature. Yeah, it was it was a giant resort with an outdoor swimming pool. It was almost like walking through a whiteout. There was so much steam and stuff. But I mean, good place for families that aspect bringing, yeah. bringing, if you if you can get away for you know three days and go to a musky expo and uh you know not have to worry about the family they're very very uh up with entertainment for uh for the kids yes so anyways i wanted to bring up the pool they probably had their own pool effect snowstorms there with the yeah, steam coming off of it so we uh we then make it up to our room and we're like, let's get some food. And we go down and we're trying to just find a place to eat. We, we're still unfamiliar where we're at. And we go into this one restaurant in the in the place. What was it called? Jambalaya. Okay, I was going to say. I think yeah. it was Jambalaya. And we ran into a person who we saw every day from there on out. It was our good friend. He was the bartender. We went up and just ordered some just basic food or whatever. Vance, do you remember Sir, his name? Sergio. 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 Working hard. It, I'm like, oh, okay, so this guy's here today. And we've had some good times with Sergio. We had some not-so-good times with Sergio throughout the weekend. <laughs> I don't know if yes. he remembers us, but we remembered him. Yes. So that was the first time we met Sergio. No matter which restaurant we went to, he was the server. He was, he was always there. He was there. He was at every one. I don't yeah. know if he had, like, you know, he was a twin, a triplet. <laughs> I, I, if he was, why would you name him all Sergio? But, mm-hmm. um, but Sergio, we started off on a really good foot. And <laughs> so we go and eat a very expensive dinner, and we retire to the room. I don't think we did anything else. And no, we were tired from travel. We were. So then we wake up bright and early. We're now an hour 
an hour behind because we went through a time zone. And we're like, okay, so the show, it's Friday morning. The show starts at 1. So we were like, let's, uh, oh, this this was, I, let's back up some. So we, we set up the booth, and I, I hook up the Project X to the battery, the new battery I got. And this was important. And I turn it on, and I'm like, on, off, on, off, on, off. It's not turning on. And I'm like, I know this was, you know, hooked up properly. I, I ran this X not long ago. So I'm like, well, let's test this battery. So I take my wire harness. I hook it up the negative to the negative, and I take the other end of the harness that's that's the, also the negative end, and I strike it against the positive, and I get no sparks. That's my MacGyver way of testing the battery. My brand new battery that I bought for Project X isn't working. It's it's gone, and I had charged it, so it's wiped out. No good. Kaput. Well, kaput. I, I like was that word, kaput. Kaput. <laughs> While wa- walking around, I was like, "O'Reilly's, oh, oh, oh." Yes. O'Reilly's. There's an O'Reilly's. Okay. So, I, I, I just, I'm like, what are the odds? And I look and I'm like, there's a battery. There's a battery. And I'm like, Todd, come with me. I'm going to hold this on their battery yes. just to make no, sure. No, I have no idea what's going on right now. Andy's like, Todd, come with me a second. So, <laughs> I'm holding, it's like, I'm trying to jump Frankenstein here. So, I take positive and negative and jam it on this car battery type thing that they have there. It's a bigger battery than the one I got. And I'm like, Todd, turn it on. Womp, 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 nothing. And I'm like, are you serious? And he's like, click, 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 click. I'm like, oh, no. So I grabbed. In the, the meantime, Andy bumps the battery and it like falls over. It's made out of it's like it's, styrofoam. It's, it's <laughs> the not. actual battery casing, but there it's are no prop. lead plates in it. <laughs> so they must have prop. thought that. I was going to be coming to steal their electrons, <laughs> so they removed the lead plates. And They've obviously been down this road before. Yes, people stealing batteries from them. Yes. So <laughs> we then had to formulate a plan. Fast forward to Friday. We're like, we have a lot of time. We have till 1 o'clock. Let's go. And I looked out our window and said, let's go to IHOP. I've never been to an IHOP. And they did not sell batteries. That was a disappointment. But we (laughs) we found that out when we ordered off the menu. But the IHOP was right next to Walmart. So it was convenient. And we had a very expensive breakfast. And we went to Walmart. And uh, we did some shopping. Believe it or not. We bought some lights. We bought a lawn tractor battery. New wipers for the truck. You know, all the things that you need, you know. Um, so then, okay, so then we, you know, drive the 700 yards back to the pheasant run and we get everything set up and I hook up project X and I flip the switch and lo and behold, perfect. She runs. And from there, we just kind of milled around 
Uh, was there anything notable? This is behind the scenes talk. This isn't like it was a it was a late, it was a late start. You know, that's always. I mean, it's kind of nice, kind of. You know, you're dragging your feet a little bit, but you know, you get to see all the vendors, uh, which is cool. Uh, you get to see, you know, what everybody has, what's new for the season. This is pretty much the first show of the season um, across the industry, so it's just kind of neat to see new products and uh, you know socialize with everybody, say what's up, and see how uh, you know their seasons went and stuff. And it was good. Yeah, it- got, got to run into uh, Zach Baker and see all his new product and and what he painted up, and that's always a riot. And he. Uh, yeah, the Goldie, the gold. Anyone who was looking on Facebook or anything at the Goldie seven inchers, yeah, they oh, found they, were, good, they found yeah. some really good homes. They did, they did the foils. Yes, yes. So while we're waiting for the show, we're, I'm, we're still on the topic of Zach here, and those homes of <laughs> those bakers. That was Vance and Todd. If you didn't catch up on that. Um, so we're, we're like in our booth and all of a sudden, like you would expect to see someone with a boom box on their shoulder in 1983 walking down the aisle with a 57 inch replica is Zach. Like he's just walking around with it. Yes. Yeah. And he, he takes a left into our booth and we take some shots. I said, you know, Zach, you wouldn't have caught that without our rod holder. So if you saw a picture of Zach holding his big replica in the AZ booth, holding a slanted rod holder, that is the reason he caught it, was the rod that holder. Is, that is. Mm-hmm. Extra action. Oh, sweet. That was a huge amount, and uh, I would be toting it around, too. That's incredible fish he got. Well, it was neat because he got it on his bait, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always sweet. So, then the show starts. And you guys want to talk about some of the baits that were there? I mean, yeah. The, like, you know, Musk Innovations was there. Uh, you know, the, the the usual suspects of all the big names. And then you, you get kind of the, the basement crew there, which is always... Uh, always incredible but you know i know what my favorite booth was uh and one that we had the most fun with the entire time you just get some in in these show, in these outdoor shows you get interesting ones like i was uh you know i don't need any more baits or anything like that i was except the foil uh, goldie yeah except for that one um <laughs> but yeah uh, you know like they had some like really sweet headlamps there and stuff i picked up one of those but then uh you know, you just get weird things there. There was this one booth there uh, that we had a lot of fun with, um, and we were just like, "What is this even?" Very confusing. Uh, this uh, somebody's putting on a, uh, a, a TV show with. Uh, Be careful you how know. you say it if you're going yeah, to use the name. I'm, yes. okay, I'm not going. I'm not going to mention the name. There are these uh, women that go out fishing that are scantily clad. Yes, and um, you could hire them to come fishing with you, and uh, it was like, 
Guido City. So it was like the Jersey Shore, like on your boat. It was very, it was. very odd. It was. It was. And and uh, Andy was like, like we we can we cannot be associated with that because at one point, this guy came up to our booth and uh, you know he's just like wow, he singled wow, like, you out. He's like, I have no idea what this stuff is. I don't even fish, but you know, come check us out. I'm going to plug you on our show, on our TV show. I was like, uh, okay, I have no idea what. It, and I was like, oh my god, that's the guy. It's the guy at this booth. It was kind of a running gag. We kept grabbing business cards from this like very like <laughs> scandalous, very very scandalous uh, company, and we kept like shoving them where Andy was talking and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like selling rod holders and stuff and we just these these business cards would have would appear that we're you know basically we're, we're, know, we're, we're like saying that i'm a pervert i mean essentially it would be like having a uh a gentleman's club on your boat you have, you have yeah, like because uh, everybody you know. knew this booth mm-hmm. so silly I, I got to back up because I'm, I knew that there was something important before the show started on Friday. So, like I said earlier, we're eight inches from the one door. And the cement is not very level in this place. And if you're trying to come into the man door, if you get, like, one of these big, like, luggage carts and it, like, hits and, like, gets stuck, you can't very easily get around the cart and come in to, like, pick up and get it in there. I'm going to, I'm not going to name the bait company, but I'm going to say that you're going to need to have this done to you before you get a noogie. Um, they were getting pushed in and the wheels hit like the threshold and this big tote of these baits, which are not, they are not inexpensive. No. Comes crashing down and goes all over the floor. So Todd and I run over. And the guy's, like, trying to get in the door to, like, pick him up because he just dropped probably, what do you think, Todd, five G's worth of baits? At least. And they're all in these bags, and they made a crash sound, and there's metal lips. And and I'm like, you know, like, hey, buddy, listen, I know we make baits. We're not really competing with you, but I'm here to help because, you know, we're all in the same boat, more or less. So... Let me help you. So Todd and I get this, and I'm trying to be joking with them and stuff. I mean, everyone knows. Everybody knows that I'm a serious guy. Mm -hmm. And so I get there with my Belichick, which I guess won some bets. There were people betting that I would be wearing the Belichick. (laughs) So I I come over there and I'm like, "Hey, hand me the tote." I said, "We'll put." Give me the tote. And I'm like, hey, we'll just throw these things in there. And the guy's like, don't throw them. Yeah. <laughs> he's, stuck. he's like, please stuck. don't throw them. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> he's helpless because he's he's stuck he, outside and he's watching all his, his products. He's, 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 he yeah. is getting put back in this tote that were probably very gingerly laid in there in order and all this stuff. And like, there was another guy helping who who meant very well. He was just like putting them, like shoveling them in. And like he was some, throwing them in. So, like he some knows. of them were falling out of the bag and hitting the cement again for a double whammy. And yes. and this guy's just watching in horror. And I, I'm just like, let's make light. I'm like, 
hey, if some of these are blems, I'll take them off your hands. <laughs> We're putting these things back in there. <laughs> so we end up getting it all in the tote, and we get the guy in, you know, and we didn't hear nothing of it for the rest of the time. But uh, some people just don't appreciate my humor when they got Well, it. not when you're, you're, you have uh, half of your product rolling all over the floor, you know. Yeah, and you have three strangers <laughs> yeah. scraping it off the cement. And yeah, one guy doing it n- not with the care that you would expect that was, you know, to be needed. So, yeah. okay, so then Vance gets all oogly over the uh, TV show guy. And I do not. I do not. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I thought with all the cards and how many times you went down there that, that you... You were nervous about it. That's why I immediately went on the attack and kept putting those business cards Oh, I, I thought you'd, like, come to bat for me and say, get away, you. <laughs> no. I wanted people, when you were assembling those rod holders, to look down and see that and be like, eh, oh, I know I'm, what this guy's all about. Excuse me while I leave the area. Yeah. <laughs> no, I... And, and just... There's some things that weird me out, and I have reasons that I'm not going to explain just because I don't think that this show is, you know, my soapbox to be preaching about this stuff. I, I do not, I don't like that kind of programming because it's not really bringing anything positive. They're just selling something else. That's all. Oh, it's positive. Yes. It's positively <laughs> awful. <laughs> so, anyways. It was positively fun. Yeah. Oh God! <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's Todd talking. You heard everyone. I said awful. So <laughs> I'm all for it. That was great. Okay, so first day goes through pretty smooth. I mean, it's a late night, nine o'clock. It went from like one to nine. We uh, pack it up. We go up to the room, kind of unwind for a bit, and like let's go get something to eat. So we. Uh, go downstairs and we're like we'll go to jambalaya's again or whatever it's called well in the place with six restaurants there was only two to go to at that time it was it was pretty late and uh you know i mean yeah it was probably quarter to ten there's a circus and everybody's down there all the vendors are down there so i but we we got we got a hit on this so we get down and we look in like that social area where you can order pizza and crap, and we're like, let's let's go to Jubilees or whatever that that thing's called. So we walk down this hallway, and at the end of this hallway, it kind of opens up into like a mini Bourbon Street that looks, you know, very New Orleans like. And on our right is this Jubilees, and or whatever it's called. I I'm messing it up. Jambalaya. 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 There we go. And we go in there, and. There is a DJ. It's, it's insane. I mean, it's it, a circus. It it was, he was blaring ACDC, and I know the song was not Thunderstruck, but I it just was, have I have to go with Thunderstruck. If anyone knows what's happened on Facebook last summer, it's it's borderline obnoxiously loud. Well, it's like wedding loud. And the guy is sitting there with this like little top hat. Looking, I, I don't even know how to describe it, but the DJ, and he's like straight sunglasses. posture, sunglasses, and he's like has his hand, like he's holding his hands behind his back, like like he's gonna like he's a mercenary of some sort, you know, he's gonna he take someone somebody. out, 
And he's yeah, just. I would imagine his name is like DJ Angry. <laughs> DJ Angry. Stone, stone look on his face, just forward. And we're like, okay. So we're sitting there. There's a sign that says, please wait to be seated. So we're sitting there. ACDC song comes and goes. Then he starts up another song for 30 seconds. He shuts it down. Starts up another song. It skips plays a little one bit. That was a, plays one that was a little bit more angry. <laughs> the songs the songs progressively get angrier. And we're in this like skirmish to try and eat. We're re- really hungry, hungry. We've been standing all day. And we... We're sitting there for like two songs, and it's blaring like just insane loud. Like I said, wedding loud. I look at Andy. I'm like, wait a minute, what the hell is happening in this place? Yeah, like, like this is not dinner music. Yeah, and, and there's people, but like all the like, it wasn't like there was no room to seat us. There were plenty of open seats with tons of food sitting at them because apparently, when you go to this place. You, you order your food, and then you leave before you eat it because there was so much leftovers on all the tables. And you probably left because, of I mean, the music was unbearable. It was just They, they went to the hysterical. hospital for their ears bleeding. Um, so we're like, okay, well, let's go find another restaurant. So we leave Jambalaya's, and we hang a left, and we go down uh, Bourbon Street, and we get halfway down Bourbon Street, and all of a sudden, it goes from ACDC to wedding slow music, some Lone Star. And we're like, yeah. how did this happen? We just got, you know, the Punisher down here. And now yes. there's people like the best day of their lives. And we're looking around. And then there's people running around in bathing suits because there's two yeah. swimming pools. And it was And you have the whole, the whole musky community there. It yes. It was a circus. It was... It was completely. I mean, it was such. It was. It was such a circus that we went to order food, and the only thing that was available was appetizers. So we ended up getting a pizza, and that got confused in the well, order. And we ended up getting a pizza for free that night. Well, yeah, actually, we got to back up some. So we go back to the social gathering, and I see the lilies sitting at a table, and right. uh, yes, Todd and Vance meet up with uh, Rob Wasser. And, and we all kind of sat at a table, and I'm like, I'm going to go mess with Brandon. So I walk over. He's right next to us. And I sit down and just start talking, you know, whatever. And they have a half a pizza there. And uh, I don't know how the, how it, if I said something silly or he offered. And uh, we ended up scoring a half a pie from Brandon, Lily, and Amber. And I'm just like, okay, we're going to take this and run. So I grabbed it. I you got something to eat. Now. We got yeah. something to eat. I'm like a sewer rat scavenging. Because <laughs> they were going to throw it away. You just can't throw it away. So brought it over, you know, had that there. And what was it? You guys went up to order pizza. Vance went up to order pizza. I went up to get my 7-Up. And Vance ordered some pizza or whatever. And Vance, do you remember exactly what happened? Because Sergio started talking to you. It's Sergio. <laughs> yeah, it was Sergio. I, I I tried to order a salad. He's like, all we have is appetizers, and he's pointing at the he's pointing at the salads. And I was like, yeah, we'll have a salad. He's like, no. Well, we, yeah, that's right. Appetizers. He was pointing to. I'm like, like, it's right, right there. Well, then we'll just have this pizza. And then he ends up putting the pizza on. Uh, this gentleman who was ordering drinks on his tab, and I'm like, no, this is separate. 
Well, yeah, he wanted. Sergio he, screwed the whole thing so, up. So Sergio, yeah, Sergio's like thirty-eight dollars, and and Vance goes thirty-eight dollars for a pizza, and he goes, no, you got drinks with that, and he's like, no, 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 this this is separate. So they, he breaks it apart. The guy with the drinks pays for his drinks, and Vance, you went back to the table to get a card, didn't you? Yeah, I went to get a card because I didn't have a wallet on me. I'm very forgetful with that thing. So I was like, I need a card. Help. Yeah. Need money. Okay, what happened was Rob Wasser actually bought my 7-Up. And I went up there for a refill while Vance was trying to order this pizza pie. And so I get my refill. I go back and Vance goes, hey, I got to pay for that with a card. I'm like, okay, I'll do it. So I go up there and I'm like, hey, uh, I want to pay for that pizza. And he's like, Sergio's like, he goes, okay. I said, the, we just ordered it. It was pepperoni and onions or whatever you ordered. I, I was there when you when you ordered it. And he's like, okay. I said, I, I'm going to pay for it. I have a card. And he goes, where's your receipt? I said, I don't have a receipt. I didn't pay for it. And he says, well, if you don't have a receipt, you can't pay. I'm like, well, okay. I'm not arguing with you. I came back. I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. This is Backworld's <laughs> land. <laughs> and it's a circus. It, it, it was. They eventually bring out the pizza. You guys ate it all. They came over and I thought they talked to you a little bit. Yeah. No. I don't know. I don't I don't even remember. I mean, it was just crazy. And we ended up like, okay, and we just left. So apparently Sergio must have charged the other guy for our pizza or or Sergio just like my beautiful face. It was on the house. It was on the house. Yeah. So it um, should have been because it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, it should have been because it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, that wraps up that night. You know, we hung out there. We watched some football game. Well, we got to socialize with everybody. See all the, you know, all the vendors. That's the fun things about the show. And, if you come in, bring us sandwiches. We'll give you some money off of the uh, off of the dates. I don't because do we just do not get to we you just do not get to eat or drink or anything like that during those shows. So stuff like that that happened with Sergio and trying to get a meal at the end of the night is just like chaotic. We're starved. Give I, us something. It was crazy because, like I said, there are people walking around in, in beach towels and bathing suits. The musky crowd, which is not the typical crowd that you'd expect to see, you know, in the middle of like Chicago suburbs. You got a wedding going on, and then you got death metal playing right behind Sergio's bar. Mm-hmm. And so accurate depiction of Bourbon Street right there. Yes, and they had like that. What was that? Like a haunted house or something? I have no. Do you remember idea. what that was? It's it like was, get it out of the room. Show. Yeah. yeah, it was a. Yeah, okay, so anyways, they had some other stuff there. So then we ended up, you know, we went to bed, woke up Saturday morning, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, and uh, go down and, you know, we vend the show. Um, It was great. I mean, talking about the show, I mean, I loved it. I mean, we had people coming up to us uh, during that Friday and Saturday and even Sunday that, alluded to this show, you know, know, talking about the podcast. They came up, they came to meet us, things like that. Amazing. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's fantastic. 
it's very easy to not say anything, but the amount of people that came up and said, "Hey, we listen to the show," and even if it was just that, it's just you know, it's it's a cool thing. It was uh, the highlight of highlight of the sh- highlight of our we trip. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. How many people we got to talk to that you know listen, quoted, quoted, enjoyed listening. It was such a blast to meet everybody. And uh, lots of people picked up raptors and things. You know, they just like, I need that mud puppy. When we were out of mud puppies Friday. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was really cool. That was fun. Yeah. Then uh, Vance went to get some lunch because he was hungry midday. He, he no sooner comes back and Brandon and Lily comes parading over Hey guys, I'm going to whatever the place is called. They have subs. Like as Vance already got his gruel from the place, and I didn't eat. We ate a crap dinner, you know. I mean, I'm hungry. No, there's nothing wrong. I'm not saying Vance shouldn't eat food. His body is, but it was just the timing of it. I need it. Needs fuel. Yes. Must eat. Must drink. Yeah, mine. I can run this thing on fumes, and she'll keep chugging. But uh, so Brandon, we were able to get Brandon to run out and get us some food and came back. It was very convenient being at that door. And uh, so we we got that taken care of. And was there anything else crazy that happened Saturday? I mean, it was during the show. It was busy, you know, they're auctioning things off. Baker was sold out like on in the first couple hours of Friday. You know that that's always neat to see is who's really selling. You know who's who's just gets bombarded with customers and stuff like that. You know, it's a neat thing about the shows. You, know, you get to come and, and crush, you know, the booths and 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 get the baits. Wasn't there a bait that I think, I think it was True Glide. Somebody like bought all of them or something. My understanding, and and this is not substantiated with any facts. It was just hearsay that True Glide sold out in ten minutes on Friday. Ten minutes. Like three guys came and bought everything. Yeah. Uh, bait wise, bait wise, they might mm-hmm. have had other stuff. I don't know them. I don't really know what their baits look like, but that's just what that was the talk. And um, yeah, so those left, and you know they'll be resold, and that's always interesting to see. Uh, price of the baits are just through the roof, and people still keep coming to get them, and it's—I mean, it's cool. Um, but I can—I can say with, that happened with a you know maybe like two years ago when we saw a bait do that um, with a company which has since sold, in uh, some of those baits. <laughs> were at this show and they were just kind of hanging on the rack they did not have that demand uh, like they did two years ago it was interesting to see that uh, just like this wave of, of bait making and, the, and the, the prices are through the roof and then the demand of them and then the bottom falls right out the bottom uh, at least you know after after the after the company sold to another one you know, they, they were just kind of sitting there yeah, the prices. 
some of they're them ins in they're insane. Yeah. yeah, they're insane. There's no other way to put it. I can't even. You just step back a few years. I can't even fathom a bait selling for sixty, eighty, a hundred, two hundred. Three hundred dollars, one fifty, one sixty. I see it all. It's just eight. Yeah, it's just it is absolutely insane for a lure to catch a freaking fish, and I, I can't grasp it. I do not have any of those, and I neither will I ever have one. Yeah, uh, but you know, I guess they're going to collecting people. I don't know. I don't know what to say. It, it, that was the craziest part of that show. There were, you know, you had the big tackle stores there selling the stuff at a normal price. You had your vendors doing their things at a normal price. But there was a lot of stuff there that is just like, to me, way over the top. It's it's lots. It's not. I mean, but the people, I mean... If the demand is there, hey. and people want it. How do you not? How do you not? Uh, yep. If they can get it, yeah, that's great. That's <laughs> great. More like power remind, to them, man. Yeah, more power to them. It reminds me of when I was younger, and there was a, a phase going on. It was the uh, when I was growing up. There was like a Pokemon phase, and yep. which was 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 very you know people would go crazy crazy for uh, the new toys coming out, where like you know mothers would be like giving people black eyes, trying to get them tickled. Fighting, you know? yeah, yeah. Beanie yes. babies. Beanie babies is what it reminds me of, of people mm -hmm. just storming the door down and going right to this. This is the one. This is the hot ticket. This is the bait to get. And it's just like, boom, name your price. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take 10 of them. You know, mm -hmm. I'll, take, I'll take the whole, I'll take the whole setup, you know. Give me every one you got. It's crazy. Yeah. And, I, and, and that, I don't know if, if it's way over my head. I don't know what's going on. It is, mm -hmm. I don't know. And, and, and it could put panic in other people that are, that are fishing for muskies. They're just like, oh, geez, well, I guess I have to have one too. Here's $300. Yeah. It, <clears throat> it really puts some things in perspective because, you know, five years ago it was, Oh, the Tranks was an expensive reel. It's five hundred bucks. Now you can get a a bait. I'm not going to even mention a style. You can buy one and a half of those baits for the cost of what's arguably one of the highest end musky reels ever made. And some of the, some of these baits are very simple. Very simple. As being a simple glider or jerk bait. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, I saw Very a simple. bait there. I saw pull, a bait. Yeah, pause. Pull pause. I mean, there's nothing. There is nothing other than that to them. I saw it's one that was crazy. in three. That was in three figures. Mm -hmm. In the three figure range of bait that had the peel and stick scales on. It. Really, and the yeah. damn thing sold. Mm -hmm. Gone, sold out. I'm like, what the, you know, what am I, know. I, what, I don't what am know. I miss, what am I missing? Am I gonna, yeah, yeah. Am I gonna put this on my rod and then all of a sudden it's just gonna be 
Mitch if two if sinking I'm, out of sight. Yeah, if I'm spending that, it better it better triple my numbers. <laughs> it better triple my size if I'm spending that on a bait. Yeah, and some but of them are absolute we're, works I mean, of art. We're, uh, they are, but we're fish yes. catchers. You know, that's you know we're we're out to we're out to hold the thing, put it on the line, and it catches the fish. If you do that. If it does that, I, I love it, uh, you know. Yeah. I'm not collecting, I'm not saving for my future in musky baits. Right. But, the and some of them are, Andy just said that, there, some of them are, are works of art. Beautiful. I mean, to, to the point that... The problem that is, when I get my hands on those, I can't fish them, because it is a work of art. Like, I'm not putting that in the water. I, I have a, a cabinet, the Hall of Fame. Not all of the ones in the Hall of Fame are beautiful, but the ones that are beautiful will never ever see my, my fishing line. Yeah, yeah. No and, way. Yeah, I mean, that, some of those some of those baits I have, I, that's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to go in the game room and they're going to be awesome. I have I have those baits in other styles that are chewed to hell, uh, you know, but. I can't. I can't touch them. It's like a clean pair of uh, Jordans. When you're a young kid, you don't want to scuff them. You know. And then you have that kid in the hallway step on them accidentally. Yeah, and then it's no holds barred. You do that, forget about it. I'm getting a detention. No, I, yeah. I actually I was the other way. I just would go in the bathroom with a paper towel, wet it, and try to desmudge it. But that was the craziest part of the show for me. Was looking at the. Uh, prices on those baits and watching people get them I just uh, give I me know. yeah give me the one that catches the fish I mm. want the one that catches mm. the fish yeah. yeah and you know I it it, it, it raises the question is this going to be the new norm or is this a phase right now? I mean, because we're watching something that's never happened before. You know, you go in the mid-90s, there was no, you know, big, you know, brouhaha over baits that are really expensive. It almost it almost seems as like the more expensive they are, it, it, whether they demand it or not, the more people want them. Yeah. I mean, that's not always the case. I'm not going to bring up uh, something I'm going to leave it very vague something this weekend but you know I, I just I don't want it to make it seem as though we were bashing the expensive baits but no. it, it seems like of the small builders they were prices that I would have never ever dreamed of seeing out of baits and they were selling reliably. Yep. And I have to take a step back and take a look at this and be like, wow, this is interesting. So, mm, yeah. Saturday evening. Or, or are we not done? Go ahead. Yeah, I, I just, uh, I don't know if that will ever come to a halt. I don't know if we're at. 
the tipping point of it or where it's going. But, I mean, it's still another year has passed. The baits keep getting more expensive and the people keep paying for them. I don't, I don't know when it's going to slow up. I don't but, know. I mean, that, that, that stuff is, uh, I mean, obviously it, it it's, makes us scratch our head, but yeah, wild, 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 yeah. wild. Those baits, God, you could go on a, just an unbelievable vacation, you know. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable vacation. And once again, bag. you spend you know, money and, how you want to. But and once again, you go to a big show like that and you have new bait makers out there. And, uh, you know, we each took the time to walk around. And, you know, you had people like, yeah, that was our new bait last year, the new prototype. And, you know. We caught six muskies on that lure last year. Now, that color there, oh, yeah, we had a couple fallers in that color. And they're they're selling, they're talking about selling it up for catching six fish and a couple lures, and people are like, wow. We heard that. You had a couple fallers. Yes. That, that's just insane. It's a prototype that's basically not even been used. Six fish, that's a nice little afternoon. But... <laughs> and, and like, I, I heard people... It's last season. I mean, I, and, I and people people talking about that stuff. It's like, this is... This is Canada the hot... Day. This is the hot color. Yeah. In Canada. Mm-hmm. I heard that. This is the hot color in Canada. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Vance, I'd like for you to fill me in on that secret. I'm like, what are you t- like? How yeah. could you? How can you have the balls to say something? Like yeah, that? this is a hot <laughs> color up. This is a hot color up in Canada because they caught nine. How can to say that <laughs> to, a, to a potential customer? I know. This is the hot color in Canada. What? That is a giant piece of land. Yeah. With endless fishing. <laughs> how could you say that to somebody? I know. It's just that, that, that the ignorance is, is that is in. I just I almost I almost ran through our bait display and ran all yeah. the way back to Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's it, funny. It, it's it's what I don't know. That's, that stuff. So I, I guess. I guess the only thing, if I'm going to like play the other side here, that might be giant Hall of Fame numbers for some people. I mean, yeah. Who, ca- who cares about it? But yeah. I mean, say, saying yeah, that yeah, yeah. to somebody you don't know where the hell they're fishing. Okay, I'm following you now. I, I'm, I'm got gotcha. you. I'm on the same way. You, you know, you don't know where, what lake they're going to be on. You don't know what lake they fish up in Canada, and you don't know what type of day it is. We we totter out there almost every damn day. Something changes all the time. You know, mm-hmm. just because my uncle caught something on a you know crankbait X twenty years ago doesn't mean it's it's still gonna it's still gonna work. You know, today when I'm out yeah. here fishing. Get out of here with that crap. That's just hogwash. It's in, uh, yeah. I, you have baits. You, you have whole booths there that... <laughs> you have whole booths full of people that never 
I mean, it would be a good week for some people. Right. But they're jumping in and trying to do it with big, some, big, some, big money. You know, uh, you know, you know, trying to sell stuff for big money. This color works here. This color works there. Come on, it's hilarious. Yeah, all that. Yeah, it's fun. It is fun. So, so the oh. the show winds down on Saturday, and we Vance took off a little early. He got cleaned up. So Todd and I close down shop and we start walking through the breezeway thing that I talked about that's like the fabric tent we start going by the seminar room and it the hotel reeks it smelt like burnt tires and bleach and they're setting up the, the swap meet so Todd and I are like yeah let's go walk around the swap meet before we hit the room so we take it generally, real- and, and generally, anybody that has never been to a show, they, there's some something like a a bait exchange where a lot of the locals or whoever's coming into the show brings a stash of baits, and you can go basically play trading cards with them, or uh, you know, get them at a discount price. You know, a used bait. It's you know, like a pop up shop of you know eBay or musky flea market or something yes it is a garage sale of baits yes. yeah so we walk around and i found what i wanted to find i always look to see if i can find an az bait and i i did i found two of them two stingers and i got up to todd i said i found what i was looking for i'm ready to go to the room i mean that's what i just look for i just i look yeah. at that stuff so the place stinks. It was it was awful smelling. Yes. We go to the social gather area. It still stunk bad. Yeah. We get upstairs six floors up, and I swear we could smell it. <laughs> yeah. And then Todd's like, "I think it's on my shoe," so he starts smelling his shoes. <laughs> yeah, bad. And it was bad. So we unwind for uh, you know. A little bit, and we're like, let's go down and get some food. So, we bellied up to the bar. Big Sergio's right there. Sergio. And. More confusion. It, yes. Yes, More it, confusion. yes, because it's it's loud. There's a lot of people. There's It's the same thing. It's Groundhog's Day. Yes. It's. Everyone with their own agenda, but it's like everything's so willy-nilly, and... I, I hadn't had pizza in a month, at least. Yeah, and that's like all we could all we could, <laughs> all we could get. Because I mean, I felt like I was in, like, I felt like dorm room hell there. I just <laughs> like, felt like I was back in college. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I'd go up, I'd go up and like, okay, I'm going to order pizza. Because <laughs> I need to eat something. So I ordered the pizza, and I'm trying to order. Now, this time I was not talking to Sergio. I was talking to Sergio's protege, Sergiette, we'll call her. Sergiette. <laughs> and, and I'm like, yeah, we'll get a pizza. We got a couple drinks. What kind of pizza and, did uh, you order? Because this is important. Yeah, I ordered a 12-inch cheese pizza. Very simple. That was for Andy and I. And... Uh, so we're sitting there watching. She does her thing, and she and 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 uh, 
I said, oh, yes. okay, and uh, I, I, I need to pay for the pizza. She said, okay, what's your room number? Okay, so I told her it was 616, you know, and uh, I said, but I'm not going back to the room. I'm going to be sitting right there. See, that's Are you going to put it right on there. my... Yes, and she said, and I said, "Are you going to put this on the uh, on the room tab?" Because when we checked in, they said there's a room tab. So I said, "What are you putting on the room tab? Why do you need my room number?" Now, in the background, <laughs> in the background is Sergio laughing, and he starts laughing. Room tab? We don't have room tab. <laughs> yeah, he comes in out of nowhere like oh, Kool Aid Man. Oh yeah. <laughs> I look at Sergio. I, was, I said, "Well, how are we paying for the pizza? What good does it do to you to, to know my room? I thought you wanted my room tab. We have no room tab yet." <laughs> <laughs> uh, once again, I just walk away. I guess that's what you do. They'll say random things to get you to turn and walk, so they can. So I just walk away. So you just leave. Get it for free. I go back, sit down. We get our pizza. Well, I, I, I Andy, okay. Andy and I have it like half eaten, and I'm like, God, that thing's well, I, man, that's well, a big pizza. I, I looked at it, and I'm like, Todd, what pizza did you order? Yeah, and, and I'm like, didn't you say you wanted the 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 12 inch pizza? And he's like, yeah. So I stretch out my pinky and, and thumb, and I'm like, here's nine. And then between the thumb and the other side of my hand is six. Half I'm like, pizza. I'm like, we've already eaten half of it, and I'm like. This is 16 inches, unless they don't know how to use a ruler. Um, we, we got a large pizza. And then Sergiette comes barreling into the, into the room, the, yeah. like the table area. And she's like, well, she, she started asking about the pizza or something like that. Yeah. She ended up giving the pizza that was for the woman behind us to us. And we hammered it. We we devoured this thing, and she's like, "Oh no, she's gonna be mad at me." <laughs> so I'm eating all this like triple thick cheese pizza, and I they, they give this like little twelve ounce cup of my Seven Up, but they have to fill it heaping with ice. So I'm actually getting like one and a half ounces of Seven Up. So I drink the first one. I go up. I get a refill. I drink that one, and I go back up to see my good pal Sergio. I'm like, can I get a refill? And he looks up. He goes, no, one refill, one refill only. And I said, okay, how we much? We don't give three, four refills. We I, just I, give yeah. one. <laughs> I said, okay, how much do I owe you? And he fills it up. And he, he, as he's filling, he goes, no, this refill. No, no three, four refills, just like Todd said. And so he fills it. I'm like, okay. And I, I'm like, okay, this is number two. You said three, four. And I said, how much? There's, he, obviously, uh, there's obviously a cultural difference here and a language barrier. Yes. Yes. And I said, how much? And he goes, oh, just take it. I'm like, so why did I get the tongue lashing? I just want to finish my meal. I don't need your attitude, so I can get it. pizza. Yeah. So, I, I got an extra refill, so that's a I'm win. I'm going through a 10 now. 
I'm I just if if I cut out here, I'm in a bad area. Okay. So. We, yeah. If, if Vance cuts out, I might have to just pause everything. So, um, so we scored a big pizza. Which for a place with six restaurants, we seem to only go to two of them, and those are the only two that were open. And it was we just got ridiculed the whole time while we just tried to order food normally, and it just like couldn't happen after standing all day on cement. It's just like I want to eat something for God's sakes. Yeah, and I I, I was fucking pizza hell. That's <laughs> <laughs> all we had. So, anyways, Still recovering. Yeah, the the day came and went, and then the big day of Sunday. Like we're debating, you know, with what do we want to do? And do you guys want to talk about that one like promoter guy come through? Because you guys will tell that story better if you want to touch it or not. I don't. Honestly, I, I don't know. I mean, I, there were, there was a lot of people that came through the booth. So it, one gentleman that came through, and it, it, I mean, I felt like I was talking to a psych patient. With, I mean, it was just word salad after word salad, mm-hmm. and I could not keep up with the stories he was telling me. And the the first he was naming people by first name who I had no clue. <laughs> oh, you know, and yeah. Jeff, and Jeff always does yeah. this, and then and then Mike came in, and he was like, "Oh, hey, pull your pants up." Nobody wants to see that. And then Susan came in. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Well, it turns yeah. out this guy's a promoter. Yeah. And he's working the booth. I I don't know. I think he was friends with Sergio or something. He was so damn <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the same, same guy we run into the next day when he's going to say, oh, my buddy trolls. I got to bring him over here. Yes. That's well, what yeah, I was going that, with. That did not work well. Yes. No, no, no. He he saw he, our products. He went. He went to get. He went to get a friend who thought yeah. would be interested in a product that we had to offer. And yes. when this friend got within ex- vision, close enough, and we're like, "What's going to happen here?" Yes. The and whole it, time I'm like, "This isn't good. You don't just grab somebody and do this." Yeah. I, I would I would rank yeah. it like a train wreck, an yes, extremely it was fast a train wreck. I never seen a guy who put the brakes on, put his hands out when he did it, spun one eighty, and walked away. Yeah, it was funny. That was amazing. It was amazing. So and Vance said. <laughs> As the guy oh, nice was to you there, buddy. trailing, trailing off, I got up in there. I was like, "Oh, oh yeah, 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 hey, hey buddy, hey. great meeting you, great, great meeting, meeting you." That was awesome. It was, yeah, it was he, yeah. he looked, he looked at that, that stuff like it was the devil. He put a red Bible up and was just like, "The power of Christ compels you," and just <laughs> walked off. It's a competitor. I mean, not even a competitor. They sell the same products, rod holders, basically. Right. Yeah, that was that. That was that was a very, very, uh, very silly, very, very funny. Yeah, very professional. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it was extremely professional. Yeah. I I I would like to think that I might have handled that differently, but it made Mm -hmm. for a good story. Yeah, it was fun. 
and uh, as we've said, we don't care. No, it's yeah. it's, it's all good. <laughs> I don't care. Um, yeah, because there is, believe it or not, musky drama in the shows. This person don't oh, like gosh. that person. These people are yeah. besties, but they don't. You know, you won't know it, and you know all this stuff. And it's it's like anything. It's not good. It's not bad. It just it is what it is. And yeah, what's that, Vance? Yeah, but I mean, it's not drama. So if you take no stance on it, that's that's how yeah. we are. You know, that's we stay out yeah. all that stuff. You know, there's enough drama. If your place of business, there's enough drama in, in your household. You know, this is. This is all fun for us, and you know we're drama-free people. We have a lot of fun and just laugh, laugh. It is fun watching the drama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I mean a lot of the a lot of this stuff is like a country club for some. You know, they just come to shoot mm-hmm. shit. I mean, it's just you know yeah. silly. So it's closing time, and so we pack everything up. And as as we're kind of getting stuff wind down, I saw I saw Brandon pushing a big cart of his apparel, and I said, "Hey, buddy, looks like Doctor Seuss stacked this." And I helped him. You know, somewhere's gonna fall off. And I said, "Do you need a hand?" And he goes, "Actually, I do. Will you go up to this place that does replicas and pick up my replica mount and take it to my truck?" And I felt as though that was my task after he gave us a half a pizza. And picked up some sub sandwiches for us. So I carried his mount to him. And as I was walking across the parking lot. And he like looked down like the aisle to make sure I was coming. I pretended to trip and like, you know, make it seem. And he didn't buy it. But I tried it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Brandon's a good dude. It's the least you can do. Yeah. Wow. Was that you, Vance? Wow. What's that was a huge deer. Deer <sighs> buck. Okay. So we get everything all squared away, and it's about 3 o'clock, and we, we hit the open road. And smooth sailing. It was kind of starting to, like, freeze and rain when we were heading out of there. And Vance kept pulling up the radar, and... My little truck put the pedal down, and we actually got in front of the storm. We had some nice dry pavement, and uh, we made it. We made it a good ways out of the Chicago area, and it was time. I said, "Hey, I got to get gas, and let's get something to eat." So we stop. I fill up, and we go in there, and I'm like, "It's like a ghost town in this like restaurant area because we're on a toll road." So, and we we get in there. I'm like, okay. So Vance, I find Vance and Todd, and they had already ordered, and it's a Burger King. It's a Burger King. Remember that. <laughs> so I get there. There's like nobody around, but I like nobody behind me in line. Todd's near me, and there's like four or five workers back there, and I'm standing there, and this one woman's like, "I'll be with you in a minute." I can see everybody. It's not like they can hide. And I'm standing there. And I'm standing there. I'm standing there. Another woman says, I'll be right with you. And I'm still standing there. Apparently, there was something major going on that no one could take an order. 
And by this time, there's a small line forming behind me. I keep looking at the menu, astonished that I can't find something very basic. And she, this woman comes up and she's like, can I help you? I said, do you have just a plain hamburger? And she's like, yes, it's on the kid's menu. And I said, it's $5 and it comes with everything. I'm looking for just a hamburger. And then she goes to explain that there's hamburgers in all these meals. Not understanding that I'm like, I actually laid it out on the line. I said, something that cost about a dollar, just a burger. I want like four of them. You're trying to. I, I'm trying to reason <laughs> with someone. with these people. All of a sudden, you turn into <laughs> at a Burger King. And I am sitting at my seat <laughs> cracking up because Andy's trying to order a burger. She's going, yes, we have a we have the Whopper. We have the Whopper Junior. We have the Whopper Max. Yeah, but I didn't want to pay Whopper. $3 for a burger that I'm going to then essentially take everything off of. And I'm just like. Do you just have, because most places have like the dollar menu, the value no, menu. No, I, I'm laughing at both now because I'm laughing at the fact that the lady is trying to explain to you what a burger is. And I'm also laughing at the fact that you're trying to order a, a specialty burger from Burger King that is just a burger yeah. with nothing no on it. Like it was foreign to them that, that, that they couldn't deviate from this script. It was like it, it was not like a full blown Burger King in this place. E- so, but I guess the e- they. Yeah. What is that, fans? So the, the whole the food, the food in the whole trip was just a major disappointment. I mean, the, the, we couldn't even get, it was horrible. You know, it, we we couldn't even get a, a proper ice maker at this last stop. I mean, we had to we had to shovel ice out of this. Uh, you know, like a quart container thing. I don't know what it was. It was, it was ridiculous. I tell you what it is now, though. I I, feel, I connect the dots. I think Sergio owned that restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm like, I felt like I knew exactly what I was, and I've seen other people do this because I I I can feel opinions forming behind me because everyone else yeah. is slightly grumpy. Like I'm starting to they get, were. and I'm just like, for the love of God. Just put a small patty of meat, if that's what you want to call it, between two pieces of bread. It's it's not rocket science. And, and she's like, well, there's Whopper. There's the Whopper. I said, there's nothing like a value menu here, is there? And she's like, well, no, we, we can do this. We can do the triple. And I just said, okay, give me the 10 nuggets. So I just wasted all this time trying to get a grilled piece of meat. You don't. And I just immediately that, jumped to a 10-piece nugget that literally had the weight and the density of a styrofoam peanut. That's the other reason I was laughing, because you, you don't special order at Burger King. Well, I thought I could have it my way. It's a Apparently you can't. <laughs> we had a Burger King in town here. Maybe that's why it went under, because they were taking too many burger orders and not like the $13 value meals. Because I, I had already just, like, before I even ordered, I'm like, Vance, I got fuel for the ride home. And this was my fuel because, like, the gas station, like, part of this thing, uh, this awful, awful place. It, I went and got two of the, like, 
big giant 32 ounce. It's not quite the 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 two liter bottles of Mountain Dew. So right there, I got my water. It's the epitome of a health meal. Yes. Okay. So everyone, if you need to stay awake, here's what you do: you get the biggest bag of Reese pieces you can find. Then you gotta you gotta supplement that with Swedish fish, two big things of Mountain Dew, and a Snickers king size. And it needs to be king size. And everybody, listen up, because you can. It's like eating two mini bars because they don't. Apparently, the machines can't make it one big thing. They. I'm grossed out. Well, that grossing you out got you home alive. So. It did. So I get all this stuff, and then I got a small bag of Cool Ranch Doritos because mm. I'm like, I got it all covered. I got carbs, and I got sugars. Guess what? Oh, this body is running oh, on peak God. performance right now because Ugh. I still have six hours to chug this thing home. So, <clears throat> Todd, uh, for, for the Ohio show, I'm, I'm packing. Yeah, I'm, I'm packing. You, you and I are going. Andy, I'm packing the meals. Yeah, we don't think Andy's going to be showing up, so we are, like, packing lunches and stuff. I don't yeah. get why I, all this hate. I got you guys home. Both of you, you guys no, fell asleep no with phones in your hand lit up. We weren't even we out of Chicago, and I see Vance's phone hit the ground. and his. No, we haven't eaten anything. <laughs> we were sabotaged by Sergio. <laughs> I went down in the morning and tried to work out. I fell asleep on the treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> he just bounces his head off the, the moving yeah. like, Oh, belt. God. Oh, I passed out. I haven't eaten in days. I know. I had, I had like, King's meal for breakfast and lunch over the past couple of days. Man, I was making everything. Like, lots of deer, lots of fresh eggs. Yeah. Uh, vegetables, everything. I, I feel work. that this this is this is worth it here. So as I started to say, we weren't even out of like the Chicago area yet, and I see Vance's phone hit the ground off to my right because I drive an American car, and his hands like still in like the grip motion, like you'd be holding your phone. And I look over, <laughs> and his eyes are closed, and I'm like, I look over at the same time he opens the eyes, he goes. Well, if I fell asleep, <laughs> like <laughs> we weren't in the car for twenty minutes, <laughs> dude. I fall asleep in the car, man. You have narcolepsy. He was, he was in. <laughs> so he was in. I was tired. Food, food deprivation. Mm-hmm. He, he, his body was shutting down to save his, his mind. He was shutting down. Yeah, my sugar was low. And so then <laughs> we have got to pack that. I'm telling you, bring us a nice. <laughs> Meal to the to the next show at Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bring us a sandwich. So I'm gonna and now hit one with Todd. Get, you'll get five dollars off. I'm gonna hit one with Todd right now. So I get on the other side of Cleveland, and like the whole time I'm driving, I'm like, man, my headlights really suck compared to everyone else. There was some foreshadowing here, and I'm like, why is it these phones have so much backlight to them? I look over and there's Vance like running on like two percent battery. So every 20 minutes he's throwing it on my charger and i'm like i wonder what todd's doing he's been watching that video for a while i turn around the phone is just like the sun back there and it's lighting up his face with his eyes closed so whatever he was doing yeah he was getting a base there and it was hilarious i'm like everybody's falling asleep and i'm like wonder why i'm not as i take another handful of reesey pieces I oh hit those God. things so hard initially, my head started to hurt. But I didn't tell you guys. I'm like, man, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, we, we, we need to keep you around for a couple more years. You got, we got to get you 
you gotta get that palette expanded. Okay, I gotta tell you guys this right now. If I would have been on the diet that you guys were in, we would have been in the ditch in the first hour. That's probably true. <laughs> I mean, you guys just couldn't do it. This is this body built for endurance. Fossey at the same time. Yeah, but bring us food. So, anyways, it was. We get, we get on the other side of like Cleveland and, and it's like pee break time and I'm like, I need gas. So it's like 11 o'clock at night and we were like, okay, this exit. And Vance is literally about to be like a rocket. He's just going to like fly off his seat if he can't get out. And so we pull up and it's like Podunk, Mon Paw. Oh, the gas imagine. station. <laughs> I pull up, and there's this person I was bundled up. Like shut down at this point. <laughs> this person's really bundled up, and I'm like, "Oh crap, this thing is closed." And I'm like, "Vance, look, they're looking for dinner in the garbage can." And here, I I totally misjudged this one. It was the owner, and she was taking out the garbage, so I was wrong. And I open the door, and Vance hops out, and and, and he's like, like gonna start sprinting. She goes, "We're closed." And he's like, yeah. what? <laughs> he stops. He's like, what? <laughs> I get water. I just wanted a drink and to pee. <laughs> so Vance tells me at this time, he's like, all I want is something to drink. And I got to take a pee. He's like, and Andy's in Terminator mode. <laughs> we have to get home. We have to get home. <laughs> Where are you? <clears throat> I never heard that. <laughs> it's so much damn sugar. Completely disregarding you're you're on this sugar high you're just tunnel vision disregarding the other members in your party well i i so i then like i filled up the truck and i'm like let's go melting in our seats we haven't eaten or drinking anything we were not allowed to eat we can't do anything it sounds like a hostage situation here (laughs) <laughs> He's like, this is great. Grab some more Reese's. <laughs> You're in there stuffing, and I'm I'm dying. Well, we we never hit on all the junk food that I brought down on the way there, and I'm like, I brought this big giant family size of Swedish fish, and we're eating that. And Todd was. I also brought some was starburst jelly beans okay and todd was timing cutting open the starburst jelly beans when we were ruffling the swedish fish so he could, like, i was hungry you wouldn't stop you guys never asked me to stop in all the, all the places we did stop were terrible gas it's sergio taking over the world we couldn't just like pull off and drive a quarter mile down the road to like a place with restaurants. It had to be like BP, with, like a really small, like you know. And there's nothing in there but more, more Swedish fish <laughs> and beef jerky. Well, that was the other thing is it's like we're driving along and I had all this like snack sticks and beef jerky and we're going and at the same time I'm like. And, and Vance goes, I smell deer. Just like, 
I was cutting them open in the backseat. But you were trying to be sneaky about it. Like, I'm going to sneak this up and just take a bite and breathe. Vance is like, I smell deer. And he, like, looks around at Todd. I found a pack of beef jerky under the seat. Uh. <laughs> in Terminator mode, you, if you remember, there was many times that I'd be like, hey, do you want me to drive? Just a little bit. And I would have taken us. I would have taken us somewhere to eat. But you were like, no. I, I guess it would have been better received if you like, hey, you want to pull off at the next place so we can eat? <laughs> Rather than like, hey, how about you give I me the keys you to gonna... your car, you freak? <laughs> I thought you were going like, to... When I looked at you about like an hour and a half into the trip, and I was like, I got to piss. You stared at me like you were Schwarzenegger, and I was the T-1000, and you were going to kill me. <laughs> well, no, like on the way there? Yes. We didn't even make it out of Pennsylvania, and you're like, I gotta pee. Well, I had to. Well, I had to load up on fluids to last me for the whole weekend because I knew that you weren't gonna freaking stop anywhere. <laughs> we stop at this rest area, and Vance like is running full tilt into this rest stop. I'm scared for my life. So is that code now? Is this like every time you're like, you he want me to me. drive means pull over now? Bring, he said next time he's gonna he's gonna bring you some catheters from work. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. I'm, I'm just gonna throw him in here. I'm, I'm just gonna just throw him in here for us. Oh my god! I can just see. Hey Todd, you want to thread this one in for me? <laughs> oh. I'll do everybody up, man. That was... Okay, so we leave the gas station, which was a huge letdown for two-thirds of the crew. But meanwhile, the Terminator is ready to rock. Yes. But I'm not a, I'm not the villain here. I'm like, let's go down to the McDonald's. There's a McDonald's here. So we cross 90 and go yeah, to the McDonald's, great... and it's completely what great... black. What a great... What a great option! <laughs> Another, yeah, hey, we can't we can't eat Swedish fish. And we're sick of that. But let's stop at the next healthiest option here: McDonald's. I wasn't I going for food. I was going so you could go pee. <laughs> so I'll leave the gas station closed. Okay, so I've we, got. We'll I've got that deal. I've got an idea. Let's go to McDonald's. I was looking for a bathroom at the at the exit we were on. <laughs> Forgive me for looking out for you. I don't need to do that. Oh I was, gosh. I was so. I my was body reabsorbs so. that stuff. You were, you were definitely upset. The, you know, and the sa- the saving grace was your your uh your headlights. Well, we're getting there. We're, we're getting there. We're getting there. So I get back on the highway. It was like, so we get off, I fill up, and then we have that huge embarrassing failure. And we get back on, not two miles later, there's like a super truck stop there. Everything was lit up, and I'm like, man, if we would have just held it for two more minutes. <laughs> it uh, was. It was and I'm like, do you want me to pull over? And, and Vance is like all cross, like he goes, no, just go. Yeah. Just <laughs> Save go. yourself. <laughs> so w- what am I supposed to do? I- 
<laughs> we will be home shortly. Yeah. So we come, we, come we, with me if you do not want to eat good things and not piss. That's that would be instead of come with me if you want to live. Come with me if you do not want to go to the bathroom for eight straight hours. I've never heard someone complain about being able to sleep whenever they needed to. With heated leather seats. <laughs> we're, just, we're, just, we're just joking, man. I, no, I, I, I know. It, it is, and I know it it's, it's fluffed up for the show a hair. At least I hope it is. So. No, it's not really. It's not really. It's all good, it's all good now because I'm pissed, you know. I, I, it's so, we get off at the exit, and it's like completely different world because the the interstate was perfectly dry and and nice the side roads were the exact opposite and the problem that you have when you're doing 70 for nine hours straight when you hop on the side highways the 55s that are covered with sandy snow it, you, you 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 want like why aren't i moving so you go faster and but yet you're all slidey and I'm like, my headlights suck. So we get into this small town called Al- called Albion, and I'm like, there's a country fair here. I gotta I gotta see what's up with this. So I pull in the country fair, and Vance's feet don't even touch the ground. He's in the building. I'm super excited when, when, when you diagnosed. I was super excited when you diagnosed that there might be a problem with the headlights. I'm like, we're gonna get to pull over again. I can't, I mean, if it was that big of a deal, you guys should have said, hey, you mind pulling over? <laughs> we got to, so, so we did like a nine-hour trip. We're like eight minutes from Andy's house. You're welcome. We got, You're welcome. That's all I can we say. We got water. Because Lord knows water. I don't have water at this place. We got water. And that eight minutes is an exaggeration. It's 20 minutes. We've gone to the bathroom. It's 20. (laughs) (laughs) So we get back in the car. We are literally like 15 minutes from Andy's house. And Vance is like, oh, man, I'm good. I'm out there and just the Belichick. I'm rejuvenated. (laughs) I'm, I'm washing every window I can because it took me like 20 seconds of scrubbing to get through the salt buildup. On my headlamps. That's hey. the thing, man. In those conditions, you have to stop and do that. <laughs> you have got to stop and check your headlights when you're on in those conditions. Okay, well, maybe Terminator has, like, this night vision. He does. He says in the movie, he says, I see everything. You're welcome. That's all I can say <laughs> is you're welcome. So I clean up... Andy's just scrubbing his head like Vance there and like delaying time like oh my god I saw I I looked in there I'm like what are those guys doing and I see Vance disappear in a room come out run down an aisle way go back into a room come back out I'm like I felt like it was after I went to the bathroom and got something to drink I I grabbed I grabbed the monster energy drink I drink one of those a year but I was like was like, I gotta do this. 
Aladdin or whatever that like Disney song that plays like a whole new world. I'm just, like, going crazy, you know. I just felt like a new man. So I'm getting busted for Mountain Dew, and you're slamming Monster Energies. I, I slammed one because when we got home, I still had an hour and a half to get home. That's true. Yeah, that's why I did that. So. Anyways, I get everything all cleaned up, and we get in the car, and like, okay, let's go. So we we head we head the back roads home, and one thing that we did on the way out and the way back was we tried to count deer. How many deer? There was the whole way was snow covered, so deer six. were pretty easy. How many on the way out, Vance? Six, maybe. Okay, how many on the way yeah. back while on the interstate? Oh man, maybe two, huh? It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't much. Maybe. It wasn't much. We're like three miles from my house. And I think Todd's like, oh, look, there's a deer. And I look out my window. There's like 40 of them. Vance got a better look at him on his way home. Vance, how many deer were in that field, would you guess? I, I, I would say 50 plus. It, it, it was just. So we're going through like stacked. big buck country. We can barely scratch eight out of you know, 947 miles and three miles from my house, there's 50 of these creatures standing in a field yes. looking at us. So that was poetic justice there. We were trying to find deer, <laughs> yes. and they're all at my house. Yeah. Um, the one thing that we, we did forget to mention, and now this is way back in the beginning of the story, all the toll roads that we hit, the one that we hit was no at, the no attendant, and we're oh like a dollar fifty. So this this is this is completely out of order, but it's worth bringing up. The last toll that we had to pay, there was no one there to take the money, and it said coins only. And I'm like, coins? Who uses that anymore? So there's like this basketball hoop looking thing, and I pull up to it. And there, it said thank you on the on the sign already, but I'm like, I'm not getting a ticket because I can see these cameras. So I just grabbed all the change I could. I started throwing it in. Vance was shoveling me change because there was a lot of pennies. pennies. Todd was throwing us money. Yes. And I just kept throwing money at this thing. There's people behind us at this point. And my guess is you paid for, like, I think we paid for, like, us and... Five people behind us. I, yes. uh, my guess was I probably was a penny short because I remember pulling out, <laughs> pulling forward. I'm like, well, we're going to see how this goes. And as I pull forward, I swear that I saw the lights turn on on the camera. And I'm like, well, whatever. If they're going to hit me for short and fifty toll, and I just threw all this handful of change at it, so be it. And my, I was relieved to find out when we got to the, the Muskie show that three quarters of my license plate was covered with packed snow, <laughs> so I think I won you that. Could. <laughs> you could not. I forgot, to, I forgot the easy pass. That's that's my bad on that. On that. Do you know how much time that would have saved? We would have had time to go to the bathroom. We I totally know. lost. We totally lost it when we pulled up to that thing. Because <sighs> I was like, okay, let's let's start counting some change. And the next thing I look over, and the Terminator. Is throwing <laughs> change handful. He, he actually took out counting. those term. He 
stuck out his Terminator arm and just ripped it to shreds. <laughs> no, he's throwing it in there. It's like, <laughs> give me more. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> and, and we're we're throwing we're throwing it's easy. It's quarters and nickels and dimes and counting. But Andy's he's just like throwing stuff. He's like, do you think that's enough? <laughs> and we're like, yes. Give me another handful. Yes. Yes, it is. He has grabbed we will agree with you. He, he threw us another handful, and he's like, "I think that's good." <laughs> and we just we agree because we're scared yeah, for we're our life. Like, yeah, because you're stopped. Can we stop? <laughs> you're stopped. Can we stop and get a drink? <laughs> well, <laughs> it was fun. I guess I'm going to be riding alone a lot from here on out. <laughs> You'll hear things like, let's take my truck. <laughs> oh, that's a cow drive. No, it was, it was fun. It was fun. We're just, we're just, we're just being silly, man. Yeah. yeah you got I'm, us in safe. You're a good driver. Yeah. I'm, I was a little scared at times, but up here. That's why I was going to sleep. I was like, I don't want to watch. <laughs> want to watch what? Going 60 through Cleveland? <laughs> I don't want to watch what could happen. You do do the speed limit. We we all drive our our certain ways. Yeah. I'm I'm a if it's seventy one, that's too fast in a seventy zone. And but I will coming put, from a guy that went two hundred one hundred and ninety miles an hour on his yeah. And you want to go as fast as yeah. You got to get that out of your system. You got to get it out of your system. But. Uh, yeah, but I will also put cruise control on in a whiteout. If you have the speed limit seventy, so let's do this. Yeah, that that is yes, that's that's, that's scary, scary but, part. <laughs> that's a scary part. <laughs> I mean, but I was, I was scared at times, but that's okay. That's why I, you that's are. You, said I wanted to. I was seat. never worried at any moment, except at that toll that I had to put the money in. I'm that good I, with it. You know, I'm good with it. I'm good. You know, Terminator's we had, in the future. He's from the future. We had, and we had a lot of fun. We had fun. We had fun on the trip. We had fun being there. Always, always stories. Thanks so much to everybody that listens and uh, came up and talked to us. You guys yeah. make it worthwhile. It makes us keep doing it. No doubt. I hope they found the last 40 minutes of this as funny as we did. Because I had no yeah. idea I was in Terminator mode. <laughs> it would probably yeah. help if I actually watched the movies. Oh my god, you I, talk about this like you're this big sci-fi guy. You like sci-fi. That's like the king of sci-fi right there. I never said I was the king of sci-fi. I like Predator. You were like... I, it, I, I specifically remember you at one point this weekend screaming you were the king of sci-fi. No, I don't recall that. <laughs> I, I also remember one point this, this, this weekend, who were you telling to? Was that Brandon Lilly that Project X was your design? And oh, then yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just kept saying that that was my idea. And then I kept saying I vaguely remember that. And then the quick attach rail mount, you're like, yeah, that was my design. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah, beer beer gets to you really quick when you have when you're on an empty stomach. 
You sometimes go septic when you can't go to the bathroom if you hold it so long. So I was, I wasn't, I wasn't thinking too clear. What at like three in the afternoon at the show? Yeah, it affects you. That had nothing to do with the car ride, so it's not my fault there. They had very nice bathrooms at that place. That is not true at all. That is not true at all. Those bathrooms were disgusting. I've been in much worse bathrooms. They were also ran by Sergio. I'm not going to describe some of the horror movie bathrooms that I've been in. Those were nice facilities in the show. <laughs> it, well, got me, it got me through today, even before we did the podcast. Well, times, you guys are still was, recovering? It's still on me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going on still. Yeah, I'm still trying to get back onto the normal lifestyle here from a show. <clears throat> not because of the trip, but a couple yeah. times when I was feeling down and just not feeling real good, I thought about I thought about Dan saying Terminator mode. <laughs> I would have. I I told Vance an extremely funny story that kept me going good, and I got no response from Todd. That I'm like, is he alive or he just disapproves of the story? <laughs> I had Vance in tears <laughs> talking about a motorcycle accident that I witnessed of a good friend of mine. <laughs> yeah, so I was just I was I was in I was in Terminator mode. I was just sitting there like I don't even know what they're talking about. I have no time for this right now. I, I need to you pee. have all the time in the world. You're sitting there. Oh my god! I need to pee and I need something to eat. It doesn't sound good. You, we were laughing hysterically at a motorcycle accident. A, a close friend of yours. <laughs> Who? Yeah, no, we we weren't we weren't right. Nothing, no. We weren't right. I thought I still think it's hilarious, so I'm not going to say we weren't right. <laughs> I scraped that guy off the road more than twice, so it's okay. <laughs> Terminator, no feelings. I love it. Okay, this one went two okay. hours and two minutes right now. So, oh, it, but these stories need to be told. The, That's insane. Uh, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna call this the unsung hero, and it's me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's Muddy Creek Fishing next. Guides. Yeah. I was gonna Muddy say, Creek let someone else guides. do this because I'm just the Muddy awful Creek person. Fishing guides. <laughs> MC Fishing Guides. We will put you on Terminator mode on yes. our trips. We will mm-hmm. take you until you catch a fish. Yes, no uh, bathroom breaks. <laughs> Fish now. Fat AZ Musky products. Fat AZ Musky.com. Check us out. Check out the, obviously you're listening. You're, you got the podcast info. Tell your friends about it. Podcast is getting really big. We got some great new sponsors coming up here in the near future. It's going to, it's going to get fun. So, uh, Get a hold of us, St. Croix Rods, Ranger Boats, Vicks Marine, if you need some service. Yeah, that's where you go. And the Musky Max coming up here in March. Under two months? Under under two months, yes. We will need to get some new lures made by then 
which we will. We have lots of good stuff down there. You can Come also check us out. You can also find the baits at Muskie Tackle Online if we're running low and Team Rhino Outdoors. So that's what it takes to get to the shows. End it with an Hasta La Vista, baby. Hasta La Vista, baby. 